1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
0: We've got some royal news to talk about on The Colleen and Bradley Show, MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer... And uh, well, let's start with the thing that we've been kind of mentioning all morning long. And that's the fact that allegedly uh, the Duke and Duchess, Harry and Meghan, have been looking at a seven million dollar Malibu mansion to become their home in Malibu.
2: All right. So let's figure out how like I want to know how. First of all, I want to know how we should take this Meaning, Who's telling us this? And what are we to gather from that?
0: Well, I I first saw it. I don't know where you first saw it or where it first was reported, but I first saw it in the Daily Mail. They've got their finger on the pulse of what the royals are up to. Uh, And they are saying that this is to be closer to Doria Ragland, who lives. That's Meghan Markle's mother who lives uh, in that area, and uh, it's a five bedroom mansion, which doesn't sound like a lot of bedrooms for a mansion.
2: It's actually kind of on the small end in terms of like giant, you know, California sprawling estates. It is gorgeous, though. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. You can look at it on v- on Verbo um, right now. It's it's kind of old school Spanish, you know, that sort of um, style. It's it's very beautiful. Obviously very expensive.
0: And it's definitely gated and secure. I mean, uh, they, they have, you know, the two gates and the little security guy's house So is, at the entrance.
2: Was this like an exclusive? Like, who's telling us this?
0: I, I honestly, I mean, I haven't done the work to find out who first reported it. Um, it doesn't... The, the thing about the Daily Mail article is that it's not actually attributing it to anybody.
2: Uh,
0: And it's not even saying that a source says that they're doing this. Um, It just says there are now reports that the couple are wanting to relocate to California so they can be close to Doria Ragland. And then they make note of the fact that this is the home that used to be owned. And this is what we've been talking about by David Charvet and his wife, uh, Brooke Burke, who apparently are, I thought I didn't realize that they had split. Uh, Anyway, it is. In the same neighborhood as Robert Downey Jr., Mel Gibson, Dick Van Dyke, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, It's interesting,
2: right? Because it says, um, page six says, like the Daily Mail story doesn't have anything attached to it. The page six story says, according to new reports. And I wonder if this is just one of those things where somebody like the Verbo, um, like the real estate agent who gets the money on a rental for this property, pushed out this story. That's a good point. Because... I don't see anything that would give... It. It's, like, not People, right? Like, if it were on right. People magazine, I'd be like, oh, look, they have the inside track. I wonder if this is just somebody trying to, like, make hay off of a a semi-unrelated story. Which
0: is... Ab- I mean, if it's believable, I'm sure that people would go to press with it.
2: Because right now they're living in this, like, $14 million Vancouver Island mansion that That's somebody else owns. That's a
0: throw from Oprah on yeah. Orca Island. Well, here's the other thing uh, that popped up in my in my news feed actually I got like a news alert on it and I was like oh that's interesting this is being reported in the daily mail um that meghan markle has told friends that there's really nothing legally stopping her and prince harry from using the name the word royal oh in their branding
2: yeah
0: here are the quotes according to
2: a source and this is coming from a source no 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 i'm saying oh, where... the daily mail daily mail
0: uh that Uh, that Meghan Markle has complained to her inner circle that using the name shouldn't even be an issue in the first place because it's not like they want to be in the business of selling T-shirts and pencils. Um, Then
2: why did they trademark the name Right, for T-shirts and pencils? The
0: source added, Meghan said she's done with the drama and has no room in her life for the naysayers, and the same goes for Harry. And this all goes along with the Daily Mail's... um, persistence in uh, pointing their finger at Megan as being the reason why they've made the move that they've made. Uh, Apparently, uh, the source that they call her friend, Megan said the global projects they're working on speak for themselves, and they chose that name to protect the royal name, not profit from it. Megan said the name of their brand pales in comparison to the foundation that they are building and the enormously positive impact it will have on people And the environment. And she says that their success is inevitable with or without the current brand name. Regardless of the name, Harry and Archie have royal blood and no one can take that away. Um, But you know what's funny about it is like despite all of that nonsense, I don't know whether or not that conversation actually happened. I was thinking about it, and is there anything really legally stopping them from using the word royal?
2: No, but they could be sued, presumably, in the United Kingdom for using it, you know, like a, a trademark claim or something, I would you know, imagine. And
0: I just wonder if it would be, you know, if, if they're hedging their bets, that it would be worth it in the long run? I mean, who knows? They're still using it on their website. Yeah. They haven't wiped it away. Um I don't know the thing I think is so like I would imagine at least for me if I were a royal I think the harder part for me would be the family conflict of that like if if my grandmother was the queen and she said stop using the royal title I'd be like cool yeah. all right because I don't want Christmas dinner to be awkward
2: yeah I, like, I don't think there's much to this. Like, that particular story seems like, especially because it's coming from the Daily Mail, like, I don't know that I would take that. It almost makes me wonder if there's somebody trying to make her look bad by posing as, you know, like a source that's a friend of Meghan. Right. Because that, the the quotes you read are very bitchy sounding. They are. And why would you relate bitchy quotes to the tabloids if you were the friend of Meghan Markle? And
0: you were trying to make her look... good Good. right because if you were her friend you'd want her to look good after the media has been dragging her like crazy yeah that's a good point
2: but who knows ultimately um that's the whole point is that we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes but i do think back to the story about them uh moving to california i feel like it's only a matter of time it is interesting to me that they haven't purchased anything that they haven't Mm -hmm you know um created a permanent space for themselves that tells me that they don't know what their future is going to be right and it's not to say that um they don't know what future projects they're going to be doing it says they don't know literally where their home is going to be based and that and maybe they do maybe they have this plan i'm sure they have an idea right but i feel like if you knew what you were going to do this would already have been in place at the moment you announced all of this right
0: right, right. and you know there was some evidence early on that maybe they, um, they it got announced earlier than they had intended.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They clearly pulled the trigger on that one prematurely. Yeah.
0: So maybe there are some things that aren't in place. Although we speculated early on that it was possible that they've already purchased properties. Yeah. But they're buried under well, we did, other names. Yeah, and we, so we don't know that they belong to them.
2: And we said that, like, they, have to sort of set the stage for the next steps in the media after they've actually already done it. Because right. if they just sort of play their hand all at once, then you're like, Oh, so you were completely. Cause we can do math. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, speaking of doing math, we'll be counting calories because oh god, it's a cheat day. What, what? We've got a little something to try. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. We'll do that after this. On My Talk 1071. Happy Friday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live wow. at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer. And uh, on Fridays, what? Oh, on Fridays. My face. Sorry. It, it surprised huh. me. Oh, cute. Um, it did. It surprised me. It was just it took my breath away. Oh um, okay. just wait. We like to do a little something that is uh Off our regularly healthy diets, and we call it a cheat day.
1: Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day
2: taste test.
1: Mm. Stick this in your mouth. That's (laughs) what what we're
2: gonna do. (laughs) What are we sticking in our mouth, Trina? To Cobra and Holly. I mean, Cobra is Holly, too. I'm gonna
0: bring a bouquet over to Holly while you read that.
2: A contribution for Food Day Fridays, otherwise known as Cheat Day Fridays. I know it's not Heather's pies. More on that in a bit. But I wanted something different than fast food items. I came across these items and thought of you. Please know I am not insulted if they end up on the community counter in the kitchen. I will still adore and enjoy my early afternoon radio show. Lots of love, Dan, in Michigan, USA, and Ontario, Canada. To Cobra. There we go. Okay. So that is a lovely listener by the name of Dan. And Dan sent us um, a candy... Uh, Box A box of candy, that's what you call that. (laughs) But what I mean by that is, he actually sent us four bags of assorted liquorice, otherwise known as licorice. And the licorice is, each bag is a different flavor, and all the flavors are soda pops. And we have not tried these yet. I know these have been around for a while, so these aren't brand new. But we've not yet tried, did you get one of each, Colleen? Not yet. We have not yet tried them on our show, and we have one that is Orange Crush, one that is Grape Crush, one thats AW Root Beer, and one that is our beloved diet, or not diet. It's just plain old Dr. Pepper. Um, he also sent some Kit Kats. Maybe we'll do those on a different cheat day Friday. But we have uh, the liquor rice. Oh. Now, you didn't... You didn't get an orange one, did you? I did. I
0: got all of them.
2: Okay. I'm pretty sure. Why is this dark I one have to smell the it. Orange?
0: They fell. Because um, they're sticking together, and I was trying to delicately take them out without getting my grubbies all over them. Although I did just wash my hands. I'm trying to smell them to identify what's what. Well,
2: here's the thing. They do kind of smell like the thing.
0: The root beer ones are very identifiable, but they look like they would be the orange crush. So I'm going to start with the root beer. Um, because I have oh, maybe I didn't get it. Is that no, the root you beer? you didn't get
2: the orange. Cause I'm I must like, not you took a brown one. Oh, here. And- oh
0: okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So I, cause two did smell kind of the same. Um, okay. So I'm going to start with the root beer cause that's the one that's easy to identify. This is A and W yeah right there. Yep. Licorice.
2: I mean, I'm going to say my expectations are not high for when things are purporting to taste like things.
0: I mean, it tastes like, you can taste the root beer. It smells like root beer. And then when you put it in your mouth, you just are missing the fizz. That's all. Which one are you eating?
2: Plastic? Okay.
1: Yeah, they all smell a little industrial. Orange
2: plastic? It does taste like.
1: You're
0: on Crush, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that one next. Does it taste like Crush to you?
2: No. no, I mean it doesn't taste like the pop, but it's got orange flavor. I
0: want you to try the root beer one because I well, I think root beer is like such a root beery flavor. Taste the root beer. I will beer. say the
2: root beer is softer.
0: That's true. Oh no, yeah, the yeah, crush just tastes orangey.
2: You get the okay. So here's the thing: is you get the whiff of flavor, mm-hmm. and then it's plastic again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Like I wouldn't crave this.
1: No, I what don't about- like. I didn't like
2: the Orange Holly, can one. you take one of the other ones?
1: Yeah. What are the options? Dr. I, Pepper mm-hmm. and Grape Crush. And Grape Crush. I think I just took a bite of the Dr. Pepper
2: one. And? Oh, now, I love Dr. Pepper, so.
1: You get a... Oh, wh- It does
2: smell like, like mm-hmm. a Dr. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. You get a
1: whiff, a whiff of Dr. Pepper, but then, like you guys said, biting into these, I then it, it no, quickly oh. turns to plastic. Oh, I just got you it. get a
2: little hint. I
1: just got a little hint. But I'd rather drink a can of Dr. Pepper if I really wanted that sensation in my mouth.
2: That's what it is. Here's the thing. It's kind of greasy plastic.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It Mm. tastes like something that could easily have been like on your dashboard.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Which makes me think it'd be kind of fun to have a Dr. Pepper scented dashboard.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Ooh. What about the grape?
0: It's the same. Actually, the grape one actually tastes the most like just regular licorice. It's. I mean, you get the grape...
2: It smells like.
0: If I wanted a grape drink, I would just have a grape crush. Right.
2: It's plastic. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean,
0: I'm gonna do it. This is is nothing
2: to to Dan's gift.
0: No, Dan, thank you. This was a great idea. This This is is what what cheat day is all about. Um, Okay, here's my question. You're at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. You got your popcorn, Mm -hmm. and you're like, "Oh, a little something sweet." Nope. And they're like, this is the only liquid, this is the only candy they have. No. Nope. These four nope. flavors
1: of licorice. Which one are you going to buy?
2: Oh, I have to buy them? You have them? to buy one.
0: Which one are you going to get? I know mine.
2: You're going to say root beer.
0: Yeah, I was.
2: <laughs> I mean, I know because I was listening and you like the root beer, right? I like
0: it fine. It yeah. was my favorite. I would say the root
2: beer the Dr. Peeper is just because I like the flavor.
0: Because otherwise but, it's just orange or grape.
2: It's got that... See, here's the problem. Okay, and it's not just whoever makes this, by the way. I don't know if this is like from another like... Um, licorice company, but um, I also have issues with that pull and peel licorice. Mm. Uh, like it just pull like and peel chemicals. It tastes way too chemically. I don't like it. I love yeah. the idea of pulling apart licorice and playing with mm-hmm. your food. I just there's something about. I just like plain old licorice. Uh huh. Right? Yeah,
0: this has a. De- I mean, I'm definitely sitting here with a very chemically taste in my mouth.
1: I need something else to take that sensation out of my mouth. The mm-hmm. chemical sensation.
0: Yeah, I have water, this? but it smells t- tastes like metal. What are we giving? I'm gonna give it like a 0. .75. Oh,
2: whoa!
0: Like it's edible. I'm gonna give and, it a one. Okay. How's one? Like I'm not mad. A thank you, by the way, to Dan for no. Sending this is them. not. And they are gonna end up on the community counter, and they'll get eaten. You know what we should do? Actually, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna actually take the timestamp that I set them out there and see if they're gone by the end of the show
2: oh, they will. or be. how long it yeah. takes for them to go. Actually, I take that back. I don't know.
0: I don't know either, but this could go either way. If somebody's feeling candy, they'll, they'll grab it. It's yeah. not going to be like the pie situation though, where it was gone before we even knew. No, we're anybody still not took over it. that.
2: I can't talk I about it. Something in my, mouth. Okay. So mm-hmm.
0: we're going to take the break to go get a strong, flavored, warm drink of some sort to uh, wash away the flavor of the uh, licorice. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly. We D-bag. like to call them D bags, and we're going to call them out right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lynch and Bradley trainer. And we have a name for them.
2: D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Who's your day back? Um well, American Idol.
0: I mean, for which reason?
2: A number of reasons. Do you remember how at one point we were like, um, "Oh, Nicki Minaj and Katy Perry are fighting." That's the only reason we should be watching this season of yeah. American Idol. Yeah, that we and we criticize them like, "Hey guys, if like the most exciting thing happening on this mm-hmm. season of American Idol is two judges fighting, like I'm out." And that was, I don't know, how many years ago that they did that? Like two or three, three, four, five. Oh, I was going to say, seven, at least 12. three years ago, right? It was a while ago. Um, Well, then I saw this headline, Katy Perry collapses from American Idol gas leak. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a crazy story, right? Like, I hope she's okay. And I, it had come through like a couple hours before I was checking. So I thought, oh, okay, well, what happened with, you know, a gas leak Um. On American Idol. On American Idol for Katy Perry. So then I read the story and it literally says the first few words. This coming Sunday's episode of American Idol.
0: (laughs) Oh, it hasn't even happened yet. Or we haven't seen it yet. No,
2: but what I'm saying is they are selling the next episode of American Idol around a gas leak it's not that there was this news story about during the filming of an episode of American Idol there was a gas leak and that would be news because Mm -hmm. she apparently fainted and of course you know we all hope that Katy Perry is okay but the fact that that is like the teaser Mm -hmm. in the clip promoting the next episode of American Idol tells me everything Mm -hmm. I need to know about this season of American Idol which is I don't need to watch it because the most exciting thing is that there was a plumbing issue
0: right and also this would have happened probably a couple months ago or at least last month or weeks ago. So it's not
2: like an actual news story. It's just a story to get you to watch the next episode of American Idol, which is like the laziest thing ever.
0: Is it even... Okay, so here's my second question. Did you watch the video?
2: No. No, why would I? I
0: Well, because my question is, is it actually real? Meaning, like, did she actually collapse or was this like... Her having a dramatic moment, like, oh, there was a gas leak. I'm so glad we didn't know. No, pass I mean, the off. way that and it's described in the out, article is
2: like there was a they had to call people in and she's like, you guys, this is horrible. And then all of a sudden she collapses. Yikes. And that's and they show her falling to the ground. OK. To, to Yeah. Again, I would say clearly it's not that bad because we would have heard about it when they actually filmed it. Right. And second of all. If that's the best you can do. yeah,
0: And like not the actual singing or anything else. And also the judges. So I haven't watched it, to be fair. I haven't watched it in years. Oh, I haven't either. But it's like um, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan are still just the judges. And they seem very mm, boring.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, as
0: judges, like there's not even any fireworks there at all.
2: Yeah, maybe you're uh, a I mean, Katy Perry's got some firework. fireworks, but again, if 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 you're trying to get me to watch because there's fireworks with the judges, yeah, that's like, not, we've left that we left that behind years ago. Yeah,
0: we're not doing that. Uh, do you want to know who my D-bag is? Of course I do. I'm going to give it to the Daily Mail for this. Um, I, but I I don't know if that's misplaced headline. Kim Kardashian's BFF takes to Instagram to announce birth of baby daughter Dove with racy breastfeeding snap. Okay, fine. Problem. I when I Jonathan say... Jonathan
2: Chabon was having a baby.
0: Thank you. So start there. It's not about Jonathan Chavon.
2: Uh, Who's her BFF?
0: That's the problem. Everybody they ever talk about in association with Kim Kardashian is her BFF. I would have thought Larsa Pippen. She's been called her BFF before. Jonathan Chabon, he's been called her BFF before. Let me try this one on for size. Kim Kardashian's BFF Natalie Hellcrow.
2: Who's Natalie Hellcrow? I
0: don't know! But she apparently uh, this is now worthy of an entire story. Kim Kardashian's BFF Natalie Hellcrow took to Instagram on Wednesday to announce the birth of her daughter. She's the best friend of Kim Kardashian and she posted A photo from the hospital room wearing full makeup while holding her newborn. And the picture. And this, I don't want to, listen. Breastfeeding pictures are beautiful.
2: That's like a sexy breastfeeding picture.
0: This is like. Take the baby out Look of at
2: it. my boob.
1: She's not. This is not about her breastfeeding. You
2: no, know, it actually looks like the baby was superimposed on her teeth. Kind
1: of, right? Yeah. It looks also like her face was superimposed on her body. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, it's a very, very strange. It's not manipulated photo, but also
1: once again, I've never, never seen that woman
2: before in heard my life. Of her. What is she? Never.
0: I don't quite know.
2: What's her name?
0: Um, her name is Natalie Helcrow and uh she's How do you just h a l c
1: r o she spreads love
2: okay okay careful with your words that's
1: what it says on her instagram mm-hmm. account oh okay not making it up okay. and of course like kim replied on her oh she's some on, kind of
2: tv person what? relatively nat and live whatever that is some reality is. show
0: i don't know what that is in any case she um apparently they're best friends and the other, like, crew members of the Kim Kardashian Bestie crew, like Paris Hilton, Larsa Pippen, and Tamra Judge, com- congratulated her as well. My, my not issue, but my, the thing I'm nitpicking right now mm-hmm. is that anybody who's ever uh, associated with Kim Kardashian or is a friend of Kim Kardashian. Yeah,
2: that seems like maybe Ms. Hell, what's her name? Hellcrow. Ms. Hellcrow is... Um... Trying to get a little attention for herself by attaching Kim Kardashian to her name.
0: But here's a picture that includes. So that's the thing. At Kylie's 21st birthday party, there's a picture of Kim and Chloe. Is that. Wait, where's Chloe? Well, this, this. Anyway, this Hellcrow lady is. They all look the same. Have you ever noticed that? Kim Kardashian, her sisters all look the same. But like most of the people she hangs out with look like. Kim,
2: yeah, I mean, these um, apparently these two social influencers and cousins, Natalie Halcrow and Olivia Pearson, along with their close knit families, juggle their lives between the beauty and fame of Los Angeles and their humble and hilarious roots in Vancouver. Interesting. So they've got their own reality show. So that's on that's what, who they do, are. Do we
0: know what network that's on? Because I'm wondering if it's on E. If they're like, I don't know. It says e NBC friends?
2: dot com E News maybe. All right. I don't know.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, So anyway, uh, Kim Kardashian has a new BFF that we gotta be paying attention to. I've never heard of her and I don't plan on knowing anymore. Not really. No. Not really. Nope. All right, so those are our D-bags today. Now, oftentimes, when it comes to D-bags, we have a little spillover of D-baggery. Like, there's so many D-bags. There's so many. We can't contain them all in one segment. That is actually not true today. We... Only we're able to dig up two D bags unusual very unusual we've displayed them for you here but there's actually somebody who's not a D bag and uh, yes. we even would call her an anti D bag
2: mm-hmm. I would say today we're gonna, only
0: today only we are gonna talk about her anti D baggery mm-hmm. uh, on the other side of this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. well it's not often that this happens we actually have a celebrity behaving properly, yes. and even actually yes. well, uh, we're usually we do a D-bag double down on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, today it's we have an anti-D-bag.
2: It's true, pew pew, do we have like an anti-D-bag experience? We should, because... Uh, Today's anti-D-bag kids is one lovely lady, a lady we've talked about on the show before. Her name is Gloria, G-L-O-R-I-A, all red, not blue, Mm-mm. red. Actually, you might know Gloria all red from such hits as O.J. Simpson. Like, doesn't she go back to O.J. Simpson? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Don't remember. She, she has been everywhere. She's
0: kind of like, um... A celebrity ambulance chaser when it comes to lawsuits etc
2: yeah i mean she is like yeah. she
0: attaches herself to celebrity uh court cases
2: yep and she's also been um very very mm, visible in the me too era mm-hmm. representing women who have been the victims of sexual assault and sexual abuse and this re, uh, to, this particular story is the reason that I made Gloria Allred the anti-D-bag today because the, of this stunt that she arranged. Um, so she represents some of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, she decided to, let me just tell you, she decided to print out a big sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, that says the following, if you see this man, please ask him to call the FBI to answer their questions and then gives a phone number and then Gloria dot com in big letters. It's on the side of a school bus and the pictures again, the, the pictures of the man, the man that she says, if you see this man, have him call the FBI is Prince Andrew. I love it. So she's taken an American style school bus driven it past Buckingham Palace with a message appealing for Prince Andrew to answer questions from the FBI about Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking.
0: I mean, this is like seriously almost a, a work of art.
2: Yeah. Performance art for sure. It
0: is because the the use of the school bus is no mistake. Mm-hmm. It's not just that she needed a big vehicle. It's that a school bus carries young children to and fro Um, I also just want to point out that we can see in full view the phone number, which makes me feel like if our phones worked, we should call it. Right. See if we can get ourselves some Gloria all red time. Yeah. Um, but I just love this. And the fact that it drove right in front of Buckingham Palace. Hey queen.
2: Yeah. Like not letting them. So, you know, they've been able skillfully to kind of avoid, conversation publicly about Prince Andrew and his connections with um, Jeffrey Epstein ever since he did that interview and then he sort of went bye-bye in the car car and they tried to make him go away and then of course we had all of the fallout with Harry and Megan and everybody's eyes were sort of turned although we can chew gum and walk at the same time mm-hmm. so we were constantly pointing out you know hey uh, Prince Andrew you're not answering questions and by all accounts his attorneys have been telling him not to talk to the FBI um, but That just looks horrible, right? frankly, especially because there have been all these women victimized. And if if you are saying that you have information that could help the FBI in any way, why wouldn't you just, out of an abundance of caution, share that? Well, the reason that he's not sharing that and the reason that he's not calling the FBI, presumably, is because he doesn't want to... Answer the questions? Incriminate himself. Yeah. Yeah,
0: himself in any of this. Exactly. Do you wonder if the queen is just... I mean, she has two major kind of stains against her right now in her life and her family between Harry and Meghan, which I bet in some ways she's grateful for because those headlines have gone from her son, yeah. Prince Andrew, to them yeah. and, and this, that kerfuffle.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But that's she still does have conflict to resolve in that
2: regard. Yeah, oh, for sure.
0: Um. And then Prince Andrew. I mean, I'm sure she's just sort of is in this place of like, what am I going to do with these people? Yeah, absolutely. It's nuts. And now I wonder if Gloria Allred won't take on um, something having... I don't. I wonder if she's involved at all in the Peter Ny- Nygaard case. Because that's another one where I would imagine they might have an eye toward Prince Andrew, given his...
2: Yeah. Remind me of Intersection um, with that. Was he arrested? Is he in jail? He's arre-
0: he's been arrested. Like, he's in jail.
2: Like was that in the United States? Uh- I'm Bradley Trainer
0: and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo.
0: And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop
1: a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Uh, That's a good question.
2: Um, I believe so. Yeah, so this is another sort of person in the network uh, along with um, Jeffrey Epstein and he was actually involved with wasn't he... What was his connection again? The Nygaard guy. Fashion. He
0: was a fashion person. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... I had never heard of Peter Nygaard until I heard of him being arrested for having 10 underage women to his private island where he lured them with promises of celebrity mm-hmm. and then proceeded to assault and rape them. Um, disgusting. I mean, just horrible stories associated with that. But then... But then the next thing that came out was that, yes, indeed, Prince Andrew also attached to Peter Nygaard. Both he and Fergie had spent time on that private island, that very private island. That was a nightmare for those 10 young women. Yeah, there's
2: pictures. I mean, you don't have to Google very far to find pictures of them, like, hanging out together. So... Yeah, this is just one more opportunity for uh, him to come forward and talk about things that he knows. And even if you don't like, I don't know, let's say let's just assume the best in this particular case of Prince Andrew. Let's say you've done nothing wrong. Let's say all the allegations against you are false and you are just sort of guilt by association Mm -hmm. or victim of a guilt by association at this point. Okay, well, if that's the case, then what's the problem with talking to. Law enforcement to prove that it makes I mean, it just makes you look like you're guilty even if you're not now I know I because I've watched interviews of of lawyers saying never in a million years would I ever let my client do this That is speak to the FBI if they had nothing to offer because the only thing that will happen is that they will open themselves up to some kind of you know um, prosecution Mm -hmm. and so If no lawyer would tell you to do that, then that doesn't mean he did anything wrong. It just means he's following the sound advice of a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so that's an argument. But at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. And I don't know how you live with yourself if you know that you could help in any way actual victims of human sex trafficking.
0: And he didn't do himself any favors. And you mentioned this in that uh, TV interview that he did. Which he did, and then promptly disappeared completely. Like, we have not heard hide nor hear from him. Yeah.
2: Well, and he's done, he did a horrible job in that interview.
0: Which, by all accounts, the palace was trying to urge him not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did just, I mean, in my opinion, he just implicated himself further mm-hmm. um, by not having any type of cohesive story or answers in that interview, mm-hmm. which... Then opened us up to many more questions. And here, yes, the FBI would like to speak with him. And also, so would Gloria Allred. Yeah.
1: Here's an interesting little nugget of information mm. that I found mm. on the old World Wide Web. Now, Drop it. Going back to Gloria Allred, and you guys mentioned Peter mm-hmm. yep. Well, When you Google their two names together, mm-hmm. Gloria Allred has been a guest at multiple parties financed by Peter Nygard. Interesting. Interesting. Tell me more. All right. So this is an article found from the New York Times back from February of 2016. And this is concerning a party that's called Night of 100 Stars. This party thrown annually. Now, I don't know if it's still held annually. It's hosted by this guy named Norby Walters. Well, the underwriter of this party is Peter Nygaard. Mm. And who was a guest at this party? Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred. See, that's...
0: Well, th- what's so interesting is how many overlaps there yeah. are in Hollywood that I bet a lot of people were who are of note were at that party as well.
1: And that's what makes all of these stories interesting. Yes. About people who are in positions of power. Mm-hmm. All of those overlaps. And that when you just start scratching the surface, you realize how deep some of these connections really are to people who may have not done good things.
2: Um, Also the thing that we forget and I had forgotten until it it just popped back into my brain. I don't know if it was in the book. He said, she said, I always say he said, um, about the Harvey Weinstein story, essentially the scandal Mm -hmm. surrounding Harvey Weinstein. Um, one of the things I learned and appreciated post Harvey Weinstein about Gloria Allred is that she represents herself as an advocate for women who have been the victims of sexual assault and right. abuse, right? Although she really, and what I've learned about following this entire like Me Too experience, is that she is actually part of an infrastructure that protects men who are guilty of taking advantage of women, so what I mean by that is the whole system of NDAs and right. settlements, financial settlements. She and there's, uh, I think, I, again, I think it's the the women that did the the she said book where I heard this, but I can't remember exactly. But they interviewed Gloria Allred, and um, she talks. They talk about how she. She really did encourage women to settle nine times out of 10 and engage in these non-disclosure agreements. Right. And from her standpoint, she thinks that's the best these women could do. The problem is what she really then has become is a way of um, upholding that system, right And the silencing. System that silences the victims yeah. and perpetuates the abuse, right? Because men can just engage in that, um, you know, that system of settlements and non-disclosure agreements. Such that, um, you know, there's never any accountability. For it's like them. it's
0: the dues that they pay for the behavior that they want to have. But the consequence is not there because it silences the women and then nothing can really be tried publicly.
2: Yeah. And so Gloria Allred is like profiting from that system.
0: It's so you know what? Now that you say that, that does sound familiar. And I recall that. Um, and what's also interesting is, remember, she's the mother of Lisa Bloom and Lisa Bloom, yeah. of course, um, was had sort of touted herself in the same model.
2: Yeah, like as a victim rights advocate.
0: But then she was the one that reached out to Harvey Weinstein and said, listen, I know the game, the way it gets played. I, I usually am, you know, with the other side, I'm the perfect person to represent you. Yeah. And that's how she found herself on the team to represent Harvey Weinstein. Boy, it's a mess in there.
2: Yeah, it really says that power is not just about... You know, right and wrong. Sometimes power makes for strange bedfellows
0: in any case somehow we got back around to her being kind of a d-bag but this was yeah, a well,
2: yeah.
0: I liked this performance art we tried trying to call uh Prince Andrew out so he can talk all right when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show um we're gonna have a little cooking segment on the Colleen and Bradley show a little microwave cooking segment get your microwave mm-hmm. we'll tell you about it after this on my talk 1071.